once more with feeling. G'day beer lovers and welcome to The Antidote, a series of special episodes of Brews News Live. I'm your host, Pete Mitchum. In this series, we hope we have been able to engage with the beer community, to have shared insights and ideas, and that most of all, we have been able to provide an online gathering place. We have been your virtual beer garden, to which any and all have hopefully felt welcome. And today, on the final regular episode of The Antidote, we venture once more into the den that is the Wolf of the Willows and check in with co-owner, head brewer, chairman of the board and chief executive officer for planning, production and pivoting, Scott McKinnon. And then we fly back to the nest to see if any of Jane Lewis's isolation eggs have hatched into fledgling realities. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my best mate, uh, and Brews News Week co-host Matt Kierkegaard. G'day, Matt. G'day, Pete. That's a very generous thing to say. People think we start liking each other if uh, if you say I'm just probably like feeling a bit more than Matt that it's uh, you know we we no look. I'm it's a happy sad day, I guess. And those in the chat room, and welcome to you all. Thanks for your support. Um, five weeks now we've been doing this, and as I say, at the start it was kind of like you know we've we've discussed what it was like. As we get to the end now. Uh, it, it's sad that we're giving it away, but it's also uh, good that the reason we are is that so many others are, I guess, doing um, uh, what we what we intended. You know, the, the essence of what it is that we're doing, uh, so many other people now are doing it. Yeah, and th- that was a thing. Without rehashing everything, we, we weren't quite sure how uh, the regular podcasting would go in the first week, and so this was a way to actually deal with, head-on with what was going on with COVID. But... I mean, gee, Pete, last night I had four or five invitations to do online things with Ben Spoke. I think Ballistic had theirs last night. Um, Jane Lewis, who we're speaking to tonight, had had their um, Tiki Lounge. Um, At at the moment, we're up against uh, Bolter, um, who who are doing uh, their their first uh, Friday knockoff drinks and and a couple of others. And, you know, and and I've noticed that we've got, um, you know, overall this month, our downloads are significantly up, but per episode, they're, they're down a little bit. And I'm not sure whether that's all of the extra content that we're putting out or whether it's the, just the amount of content that's, that's coming out at the moment as well. So, you know, it, it doesn't seem to be um, as necessary. But, you know, I've, I've had some really, really nice calls and emails this week, Pete, from uh, people that have really appreciated it. Um, you know, people in the industry, in the biz who have really enjoyed the, the, the work and hearing other stories. And you know, so, yeah, I'm a little bit like you. I'm still thinking, well, maybe we should have pushed on for those that wanted to, um, to, to Matt, hear Matt, rule number one. Rule number one. Go oh, out sorry. on top. Rule number one, always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Uh, rule number two, never hand control the microphone over to the heckler. But rule number one, <laughs> always leave them wanting more. Uh, get out on top. There'll be nothing worse than going, you know, that antidote, geez, that was good, but I tell you what, they just went one week too, more, too many. <laughs> Jump the shark. <laughs> well, I don't think we ever had, we were ever going to be, given that we were already a parody of ourselves, there was no way we were ever going to parody <laughs> parody of ourselves. But, um, but yeah, I, I think what we've done is what we set out to, to do, which was to engage with the community, to give everybody a bit of a touchstone, to give everybody a meeting place, to create that virtual beer garden and to... Um, it, the, the intention was to hopefully 
get some tips and tricks and strategies for people who were thinking, geez, what do I do now? Other people are doing these sorts of things. And it's great to see so many people now producing hand sanitizer, so many people doing click and collect delivery, um, drive-throughs, all that sort of stuff, uh, which has been great because at least it, to some extent, the, the people that we love and, 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 you know, work for and work alongside and share the passion for, for craft beer have been able to, you know, maintain at least some semblance of, of normality with their staff, keep their, some of their staff on at least and, and keep producing uh, and hopefully keep a little enough cash flow going that, um, you know, when we get to the other side, you know, a brighter future awaits. Mm, absolutely. And, uh, you know, God, if I had a, uh, a dollar for every media release I'd received in the last five weeks about hand sanitizer, um, you know, I'd <laughs> probably could. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll be washing our hands to the bone. <laughs> we will. As I, I think I saw a meme that's saying, "I never thought I'd uh, put more sanitizer, uh, more alcohol on more my hands than I did in my mouth." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, we might get on with our very first guest since we now have two. So, and and you know, we don't want to rem- reminisce and um, you know, I guess disappear up our own asses. But um, it was great. It, the first day that we started the antidote, I'd actually popped out and visited Wolf of the Willows and had a chat to Scotty. I then called him that afternoon when you and I had decided that we were going to do this thing called The Antidote. Would you be happy to come on? He did and ticked all the boxes because Scotty got back to us and just sort of said, thanks for that. It was cathartic. It was, you know, therapeutic. Um, but he'd also had, I guess, some ideas. At that stage, he was sort of a little bit in the in the dark as to what he was able to do. We've now got him hopefully back on again and to, to tell us how all that has worked out. Scott McKinnon from Wolf of the Willows, welcome back to The Antidote. Oh, there you go. Have Here's we got our... you there, Scott? Don't tell me we've got our, our first technical issue. I think the... we do. It's, it's, he seems it's... to be on the uh, phone, just a tick. Have we got you there, Scott? Uh, I might have to call him back. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves, listeners. Yeah, so sorry about that, Pete. But no, look, <laughs> it, it, it was... Um, it was so I'll just uh, throw about this, listeners. Yeah, you're not going to be able to... Uh, call Scotty, operate the the touchpad, and talk about him at the same time. So let me do that. No. <laughs> I'm actually drinking a Wolf of the Willows XPA at the moment, and uh, the reason, part of the reason, we wanted to get Scotty back on was because we uh, we saw that um, his the XPA wash had been converted into hand sanitizer, along with um, a local gin distillery to give it, I guess, a, a, a juniper flavour to the hand sanitizer, so we thought it'd be good, a, a nice sort of uh, tying of loose ends to to get Scotty back on. He was our third guest on. And I think and we've got him back. Scotty McKinnon. Got him? Scotty McKinnon, welcome back to the antidote. Gentlemen, how are we? Not too bad, sorry about that, mate. I'm not sure what happened then. Uh, that's all right. Good. Telstra. have got uh, Jake with me as well. Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, g'day, Jake. Jake helped us out. I met Jake uh, when I went out and picked up my my beer. So, listen, we're five weeks down the track, Scotty, and as I said to you in my text, I, I can't believe it. It feels like it was, you know, last week that I was out your way, um, but it was actually, you know, over a month ago. How's, how's the, how are things going now? Uh, well, yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago, Prof, but, uh, yeah, pretty much yesterday, as you said. So, uh, uh, yeah, look, we're still obviously all dealing with, constantly changing environment and all trying to predict or anticipate what's happening so that we can be as prepared as possible. 
it's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> now, Scotty, when when we spoke to you, uh, and, and you were one of our first guests, so we, we've decided to close the loop on our um, last regular show. But one of the things that really stuck with me is you you guys had started a bit of a drive-through, and you described yourself as you said you felt a little bit like the kid that had set up the lemonade stand out the front of his house um, un- until you saw the money in the, in the till at the end of the day. How, how are you going with that? Well, I probably passed the uh, lemonade baton to Jake actually. So he's been dealing with a lot of that, but uh, uh, look, it's part of the challenge is we haven't been in the brewery every day. We've probably tried to take um, a little bit of the, uh, time out to sort of draw breath. So that's probably can create a little bit of inconsistency for, for customers. But look, when we've opened it up, the response has been really positive. And I think it's been a great way for us to actually interact with uh, our local consumers, particularly as a lot of them kind of knew that the tap room was coming, but we never kind of, you know, heard the starting gun. So uh, it's probably been... Probably not unbelievably great for the bank account, but really good for the kind of moral, you know, I suppose the feeling around the brewery and um, making us feel like people actually give a shit <laughs> as well about, yeah, so that, that's been good. And because it, it's fair to say that you, you you hadn't really kind of settled into the den um, at, at all, you know, when, when this all happened. So there's, there's also, I guess, that the thrill of the new and you're still kind of, you know, trying to work out where all the light switches, what all the switches operate and all that sort of thing. So it's almost as if you'd be looking forward to things getting back to the new normal just so that you can actually get back to, you know, what it was that you were getting excited about doing. Totally. I, this, what, what we've... We, we sat down probably a week ago or so and decided that what we try to do is have some, some normality to what we're doing in here. So we're at least going to brew once a week and you know make it smell like a brewery and actually play with the new toys and work out where some of the the bugs in the system are, both with you know the programming and uh, some of the plumbing requirements that we still want with the brew house and those type of things so um jake what have we been doing today it's uh uh well me personally i've been doing uh keg washing and that sort of stuff and jake was uh installing glass racks in the bar and um varnishing some vanities and so we're just kind of doing odd jobs around the brewery and then every every two days we kind of do brewery stuff like labeling or brewing or um yeah that sort of stuff so yeah and, and whose idea was it to come up with the uh the xpa or the you know the the, the hand sanitizer uh, dave uh dave uh dave who's the uh head distiller for, for patient wolf so we've been uh since well since we we originally did the tom collins collab for gabs Yep. Uh, which is a little sneak preview. We're going to actually re-release that over the next probably two months. So um, we have been back and forth and we've done some um, exchange, a few barrels and, and the like. And then uh, much like ourselves, they had just opened the, the, the we well, wouldn't call it a tap room, but the distillery in South Melbourne where they had 
probably a, a tasting room is probably more the, the better description being a distillery and they were hit pretty hard by um, obviously the corona situation and because they obviously have a still um, in the relevant equipment for for making you know high ABV eth- well ethanol um, he just basically called me one day and he's like right this is what we want to do do you want to be part of it and uh, we've been lucky enough to to have their well equipment and knowledge uh, and go back and forth in order to you know come up with a hand sanitizer which um, yeah we we it's pretty awesome actually it's the the juniper on you know comes out pretty strongly to begin with but then that the malt really comes through at the end the, the hops aren't as prominent as I, I thought they might be but um, the malt as it <laughs> I, dries, I never it thought is... I'd ever get a tasting note for a hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah. well you, you, I'll get, I'll send you the detailed one later man <laughs> I did notice that in your uh, your Facebook post that I saw today, it was very much, you know, reminder, don't drink this. This, you know, this is hand sanitizer. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking for the uh, AOBA trophy for hand sanitizer this year. <laughs> well, I, if we I get some, if, if the AOBAs get up and running, it might be all that's available. <laughs> well, at least make sure everyone's uh, towing the line anyway if there's a lot of hand sanitizer around. No, exactly. So, so were you you providing the wash and sending it out to them, or were they giving the juniper to you, and you, or were you both doing your own bit? No, no. So we're sending wash across to them, which is being distilled by Dave. So, and then supplemented with pure ethanol as well, simply to create the volume that we need. Yep. Mate, there's a question so, in the uh, chat room. Um, yep. What about the acidulous series? Anything in the works? Uh, we actually spoke about that today. We'll probably once we start to emerge from, uh, winter, we'll bring back one of the, the favorites from that and then actually release at the same time a, uh, another one. So the idea being with the equipment we've got now that we try to release a couple of beers at the same time so that people can actually, you know, kind of compare and contrast and, um, I know. As you know, personally, when I when I drink a beer, if there's something I can put side by side and you know kind of analyse the differences, I think it's a it's a pretty cool experience. And particularly, you know, I do hope well and truly by that stage, people can actually sit around in person and do that. So uh, this creates you know beer being social and kind of pushing that element to it as well. And boys, any thought that you might do like an acidulous hand sanitizer version, maybe a JSP <laughs> hand sanitizer version. <laughs> Uh, no, but we'll, uh, we'll chuck you some royalties if we end up going down that path. Mate, I'll tell you what, I will buy the first six, mixed six-pack of uh, Wolf of the Willows hand sanitizers. Uh, I don't think anyone's canned a hand sanitizer yet, which surprises me. So I, I'm, I'm waiting for next uh, for, for when Gabs kicks off and we start seeing the uh, Gabs hand sanitizer. <laughs> We can only wait. And because it's Corona, every every hand sanitizer will have a little wedge of lime in it. <laughs> hey, um, I, I don't want to get too serious or anything like that, but you know, we did speak to you just as this um, all kicked off, and no one knew. You know, we were still getting used to the. I think we were still coming down to to, to full lockdown. Um, 
how are you guys doing through all of this? Like, you you know, are, are, are you well in yourselves or is it just, you know, have you found a, like a place that you know that you're going to survive and you just sort of have adjusted to it? Uh, honestly, good and bad days, I think. Um, and I think that's always the important part for us has been trying to maintain some form of normality and... You know, particularly as brewers, I think are creatures of habit. Like, you know, if you're if you if you're on the late shift, you you know, you want to be doing that for the full week. Or if you're on the early shift and kind of get into a rhythm, um, most breweries operate on a you know that the, the brew schedules are a relatively um, uh, well planned out. You know, weeks if not months in a you know months in advance, even in a small brewery like ourselves. So. Uh, trying to have that form of consistency um, has been really important and being productive. Um, yet again, you know, most, most brewers are on their feet most of the day. They like the physical activity. Um, so that, that's been good. I think the, uh, the unknown of the marketplace is uh, challenging because of, you know, obviously perishable product and, um, for us, a lot of keg returns, uh, which is pretty confronting. It's not much fun loading kegs off a truck that are full. It's good fun putting them on, but not totally. <laughs> so, um, so, so um, t- tell us about that. Did you guys contact your um, retail customers and offer to take the kegs back, or was it them sort of saying, look, you know, we, we need you to take these back, fellas? Oh, look, we, we didn't actively go out there uh, and offer to take back kegs. Um, we have a pretty strong relationship with 80% of our keg customers that, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, friends or at least long time kind of colleagues. So it's, to be frank, it's kind of been a back and forth conversation with a lot of these people and, um, you know, actually looking at, okay, well, it's got six months left on the use by date. Well, are you comfortable with us putting your invoices on hold and you hold on to it? until we hopefully come out of this before that. And, you know, look, when when stock gets moved around, it's no good for anyone. It costs people money, regardless of who that person or entity is. And it, it's shit for the, sorry, it's not good for the beer, <laughs> obviously. Um, everyone knows that. So we tried to avoid that, but with um, particularly, you know, some of the larger customers that just don't have cool room space themselves and, um, and the, you know, and some of the, the wholesalers as well, that it's, um, it's just the reality of, you know, pulling it back and trying to work out what to do with it um, from that point. And at least if we have the stock, we can dispose of it and, um, you know, get some of the excise back. Now, Scotty, those of our listeners who are familiar with Wolf of the Willows will know that um, it's not a one-man show. I know, Jake, you've got helping you there uh, and keeping the, the wheels moving, and Jacob as well. But the other half, I guess, of the, the founding uh, or the foundation of Wolf of the Willows is your lovely wife, Renee. Um, we were hoping to speak to her today, but she's otherwise occupied. She's doing the, uh, the homeschooling thing. Um, how's that working out? <laughs> Uh, I think uh, regular scenes of Homer and Bart Simpson are probably what flashed through my mind. <laughs> but, uh, um, 
Uh, well, you little alcohol-free days are very important and need to be planned <laughs> and strictly adhered to. Otherwise, it can go a bit, um, <laughs> you know, wines by noon, so to speak. But uh, I take it um, that the boys are, are um, like in terms of English literature, are learning a few new words from mum. <laughs> uh, certainly, they, uh, <laughs> they uh, are probably learning that the uh, the cane back in you know historical <laughs> days probably wasn't such a bad thing compared to the wrath of uh, a mother who's um, probably trying to run the back end of a business and teach them at the same time. So no, it's, um, I think it was kind of fun for a little bit, but uh, the. The novelty's definitely worn off. That's for sure. So, yeah, and look, it's definitely yeah. a different a different dynamic when you have younger younger kids. Matt and I both got kids who are a little bit older. Um, they're a little bit more set and forget, and and probably a, a bit more attuned to online learning. So yeah, I uh, send her our love, mate. Oh, we will do, and she very much wish she could be part of it. But um, yeah, by this time of the day. Uh, it's pretty challenging. Well, she just can't oh, mate, get out of there. Five, five o'clock on a Friday uh, night is the arsenic hour at, at, in the best of times. <laughs> let alone. No, well, mate, we'll certainly um, as soon once you know, on the other side to coin a phrase. Um, we're very keen to get down to the lair and do a podcast uh, live with you guys, and hopefully with both of you down there um, once we can actually have a beer with you. And uh, so. Yeah, good luck. Stay safe, and uh, thank you. We are thinking about you guys and uh, looking forward to uh, joining you for a beer very, very soon. Uh, Matt, Prof, thank you very much for having us, and uh, yeah, we appreciate your thoughts and ditto. And uh, yeah, let's hope that the the glimmer of potentially loosening the restrictions that we hope we're seeing on the horizon comes um, comes a lot sooner, quicker. sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later, that's for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Scotty, and thanks, Jake. Right. Cheers, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. All the best. Oh, there we go, Matt. Uh, look, uh, Scotty certainly sounds a little bit more upbeat than when we spoke to him five weeks ago. And I guess, as we've discussed with many of our guests, part of it is we're kind of finding our groove a little bit in terms of um, accepting our fate and, and working out how we operate in this new normal. Um, but also, I, and as I say, I don't want to overplay what we're doing, but certainly the dispersing of ideas and energy, um, I think, has been helpful. For a lot of people, absolutely, and you know, God, you'd, you'd never say he was uh, sort of jumping and clicking his heels or anything like that. You know, there's still a lot of weight on those shoulders, but you know, it, it, it's yeah, just great to hear the way that they're um, coping and adapting, and you know, talking about what is going to be on the other side. Yeah, and it's interesting too to, to to think about the model that Scotty's got. He's kind of, I guess, now that he's broken away from. Uh, and for those who don't know, started out with with Derek Hales as part of like a co-tenant um, as part of um, Bad Shepherd. He's now out on his own, and it's probably it's the smallest. You know, it's not even a brew pub. It's a, a small production brewery with a small, um, you know, open to the public tap room but in a very industrial area. And next guest, Jane Lewis from Two Birds, I guess is at the other end of that scale in terms of being uh, a national brand and also one that has a far bigger and more involved hospitality uh, offering as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, to touch base with Jane again, to see how those ideas that started with a little lemonade, sorry, lemonade crossed out, <laughs> beer written in, Stan, um, five weeks ago again um our very our second guest 
Um, so we say to Jane Lewis, welcome back to The Antidote. Thank you very much for having me. And lovely that you can hear me this time around. I know, you know, Matt yeah. tried to censor me last time. But... That's true, actually. <laughs> yes, no, that was a little bit weird. But um, yes, no, much better that I can hear your voice now. So five weeks ago, we spoke to you and, and obviously things were all <laughs> very much a blur. It was, it was like a, you know, a little willy-willy. Um, everyone yeah. was kind of, you know, in a bit of a daze. How are things now five weeks down the track? Yeah, look, I guess uh, it's amazing how quickly you become used to things. And when you say it was five weeks ago, it obviously feels like a, a lifetime. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, pretty positive. Everything's going relatively well. And at least it feels like nothing's going to get worse from here. It felt like we had a, you know, a week in there where everything just seemed to get worse. We seemed to get more bad news and there were more lockdowns and whatever else. It sort of feels like we're we're through the worst of it and we just need to kind of keep living with where we are now and, and um, you know, working at what that looks like kind of going forward, I guess. How has it gone with the, um, first of all, the the click and collect or the, you know, the, the contactless drive-through pickup uh, yeah. and online sales? And then also have you been able to sort of step up or improve on the, the, food, the food offering as well? Um, so in terms of, uh, of course, someone's trying to call me right at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just hung that up. Um, if it, uh, if it's the, um, the landlord again, take the call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, no, it's not my landlord. Um, so no, drive is going great. We're still running it. Um, it's actually really interesting. That, I mean, I said we see the same faces um, over and over again, which is wonderful. So people are continuing to, to come back and support us. Um, and our staff absolutely love running it because they get this really positive experience with these people who are, who are coming up out to, to, to do this. So um, it's been great from a financial standpoint, but also just really good from a, from a morale standpoint as well. Um, and food, yeah, so we've been doing over eats. Look, it's, um, uh, it's, it's a bit tough. It's, the margins uh, mean that there's really not much in it. And so at the moment where we're deciding whether or not it's actually a thing that's worth continuing for us at this stage. So, um, yeah, it wasn't kind of what we'd hoped it might be on that side of things. But, um, you know, you try some stuff and some things work and some things don't. Yeah, and, and Jane, it sounds like uh, the fact that you're seeing so many familiar faces that you've obviously, um, I guess, hit the mark with the with the locals so there's there's obviously that engagement with two birds being my local brewery and then wanting yes. to support it um whereas perhaps there's a lot more competition for your food side of things and, and i guess a lot of people too if they've been if their income's been in fact affected uh, even yes. if you're not a great cook you kind of go well i can't really afford to do an uber eats uh yeah. you know like a home delivery seven nights a week Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's potentially probably less spending going through those platforms, maybe. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it is it it is what it is. And um, we had to give it a go. And uh, yeah, like I said, some things work, some things don't. One of the things that, that I've noticed, Jane, is that you know, it, when all of this happened, people were just turning to things to try and yes. social media shares it all. And so you saw one brewery start up with, a, you know, pizza and a four pack delivery and then suddenly everyone's doing it. Are you finding yep. that that marketplace is being very, very crowded? Oh, look, I think I think everything, yeah, I think you're right with, with that sort of stuff in that people, one person starts something and then everyone kind of gets uh, on board. So, you know, the market is different from week to week, even at the moment, from day to day. Um, so, look, I think that's that's just where we are 
um, and how quickly everything is is moving during this whole situation. Have you learned, and actually I should say, Pete and I are in the same position because this is going to be our last episode of The Antidote because everyone's yeah. on, everyone's, and you guys did your own uh, tiki bar tasting last yeah. night. How did that go? I did. It was good, actually. It was really fun. So, um, yeah, I, uh, over the Christmas break, built myself a tiki bar in my garage. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, last night I was able to, yeah, do a little Zoom tasting of our uh, pale ale from there. We had sort of 35 people maybe, which was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, just hung around and talk about beer for half an hour or something like that. It was it was a lot of fun. Well, so long as you stop doing it once everything reopens, otherwise Pete and I are going to start making beer. <laughs> for sure. <Yeah. laughs> I imagine, yeah, so con- content, there must be just so much content out there. It's... Um, it's it's definitely a thing, but um, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm, yes, you're right. We're just trying things. Everyone's just kind of going. I don't know. That sounds like fun. Let's give that a go. Let's see uh, what ha- what ha- what happens. But yeah, I certainly. Gosh, I'm uh, a long way off your expertise, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, that's a very kind way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us start, you're launching from a, off a very low base, Jane. So. <laughs> Jane, tell us something that over the last five weeks since we spoke to you last, what have you learned about your business that this whole situation has brought out? <sighs> what have I learned about our business? I've learned that our staff are incredible. Um, you know, they're loyal and, and have just kind of been able to roll with everything that's been, been going on. Um, I don't know that I didn't know that beforehand, but um, I guess it's been a really amazing illustration of all of that. Um, you know, and, and obviously there's still, we're still not out of it yet. Um, so, yeah, but I think I think that, that's been the really big thing for me um, and what a great bond we all have and... Um, yeah, how, has how re- lovely has that it reinforced been. for you, Jane? Again, that that um, that you are, even though you are a kind of a national brand, that your I guess your heartland um, is it, the western suburbs is actually yeah. I guess something that you can draw on going into the future. Yeah, definitely. Yep, it's um, it's illustrated the fact that yeah, that that is so important to us, and um, you know the people in the west do really support us, and and that is where we need to kind of focus our efforts. Yeah, and I think too, if, if nothing else, it's um, the whole keeping local alive, uh, that refocus on look after your local, your bakery, your local cafe, buy from your local Thai restaurant, um, yeah. you know, rather than using the, I guess, the, the big brand names that, that we've all become so comfortably reliant on, that um, mum and, and dad venues are actually the, you know, the lifeblood of, of you know, the inverted commas community. Yeah, absolutely, and it's been beautiful to see people uh, embrace that and, um, yeah, really, really get on board. So, yeah, super stoked for that. Matt? Uh, uh, yeah, how's Danielle going? Because we, we've, I guess you're, to some extent, the, the face of the brewing side of the, uh, but Danielle's very much the marketing um, side of the business. How's she going? Because I guess you guys uh, are in different states in lockdown there. Yes. Yeah, she's good. She's, uh, you know, in lockdown with, uh, well, not lockdown, but yeah, obviously sort of has her four-year-old son uh, who's been at home on and off. So, um, you know, I think dealing with that kind of thing for parents has been quite different as well. Um, but no, generally she's, she's, she's doing good. What's the yeah, first... Yeah, we just... Sorry. Oh, go on, Matt. 
I was going to say, once we get through this, what's the first thing that, as a business, you think you're going to do? Uh, we're not quite at that stage yet of kind of working out what the what the first bit is. We're, we've got a lot of planning going into that at the moment, but I don't know that I have the uh, the answer to the the one thing quite yet. Because it's a, it, it is a big question that we still have no. I, I guess there are you know so. The, the, the first light of dawn somewhere in the distance, but we have no idea when everything will actually be back to normal and pubs and everything will be open. Yeah. Um, how hard is it not having a definite date um, that, that pubs are going to open, that you can get people back into your bar to, to actually forward plan? Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. I don't know how stupid that sounds, <laughs> but... Uh, I kind of am enjoying this sort of freedom of of not knowing and and being able to make plans, but without a without a start date on them. I, I'm actually finding it quite um, freeing in a way. So yeah, it's it's actually working for me personally at the moment. <laughs> hey Jane, over the last five weeks, because as I say, you were the the, the second episode of. No, you were the first episode. You were the second guest on the first, first episode, episode of The it. Antidote. What have you learned about yourself in that ensuing five weeks? Um, what have I learned about myself? Uh, look, I mean, I guess I understand how resilient I am, um, how I can see positivity in... I was going to swear, but I won't. Bad circumstances. <laughs> hey, it's our last one. What are they going to do? Kick us off the air? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I can see positivity in shitty circumstances. Um, and, yeah, just kind of uh, that ability to be able to, um, I don't know, really connect with people um, and understand where they're at and where they're going and, and sort of how things are impacting people. Yeah. And I reckon too, um, just on a personal note, if you think shitty is swearing, then you've still got a bit to learn. <laughs> uh, don't challenge me on that, mate. <laughs> uh, I reckon you cleaned that up nicely. Yeah, I probably did. But, uh... <laughs> well, don't forget, Jane, it's the same boiling water that softens the potato that also hardens the egg. There you go. Or mashes the grain. <laughs> That's pretty profound. No. Oh, yeah, or mashes the grain, yeah. It's true. It's a very true thing. So, and what I'm saying is, look, I think um, I'm proud to to call you a friend um, in this in this beer community, and I, and I have plenty of friends. But I think um, speaking to you five weeks ago, and then saying to Matt, you know, I'd love to get Jane on to to have a chat, uh, and listening to you now. There was that just that little bit in me that was kind of thinking, geez, I hope she's still upbeat. I hope there's, you know, and, and, and you're just sounding so positive, and that for me is is very affirming. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm stoked that you guys would uh, would have me back again, and obviously love you guys. And um, yeah, no, I think there's 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 going to be good things that come out of this, um, and there's obviously going to be some shitty stuff as well. And um, as long as we're all safe and healthy and have roofs over our head, then uh, it's really only up from there. Now, one uh, listener in our chat room who will remain uh, unnamed, James Davidson, <laughs> wants to know how many beers has Jane had today? <laughs> because I couldn't say morale. I've had two. <laughs> Jeez, you fuck up one word. <laughs> <laughs> morale. I can't say it anyway. <laughs> I've had two beers. <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. So two is the answer. Yes. All right, no worries. Well, listen, Jane, we better let you go. Get back into it because um, I, I guess you know you're going to have a queue of cars out at the uh, the lemonade stand. Uh, sorry, the beer stand out there now uh, because we've taken you away for 15 minutes. But um, thank you for joining us on the antidote, and thank you very much for joining us again on the antidote. And we look forward to having a, a real beer with you in real life on the other side. Mate, I cannot wait for that to happen. And uh, thanks heaps for everything that you guys do. And uh, yeah, cheers for having me on. Thanks, Jane. Cheers. Well, there we go, Matt. That's a wrap on uh, – we've, we've kind of come full circle, started with a couple of guests that we first spoke to when this all began, and it's and it's it's nice. It's There's a nice uh, synchronicity in um, and being able to kind of, I guess, tie up those loose ends and, and see how they're going. Also really nice to see that both our guests – and I, I think they speak for uh, or they represent a lot of our other guests as well who have managed to stay upbeat, to, to take something positive, to learn something about themselves, but also to say it is where it is and, um, you know, let's take the lessons learned into the new normal. Yeah, and uh, mate, absolutely. And I, like, I have to say I always love having Jane on the podcast because even in a – I think we're allowed to swear in this episode – even in a shitstorm like this, she it just has such a uplifting sort of note to her voice. Um, yeah, yeah, it's inspirational. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was great to chat to her and sort of just you know close that loop. Yeah, that's it. Speaking of closing the loop, Matt, we are uh, drawing inevitably as we must to the end of this episode of the Antidote, the final regular scheduled planned episode of the antidote uh, my guess is that you know arise, maybe once yeah. a week or once every second week or something like that we might do a bit of a, a follow-up um i think also i can pretty much guarantee that once things uh, once the restrictions are lifted we'll probably do something again to sort of see how people are um are responding to um the other side well i'm, I'm thinking on my feet here pete but once, yeah, again, because we really don't know when everything's going to be finished. And this last episode is more in response to the amount of content that's being generated, the number of breweries that um, we, we don't want to be competing with. Um, but, but once we do start getting towards the end, um, or if there is a reason to, we'll certainly podcast. Um, when we get to the end, we'll certainly cover that. But we, we might even see if we can't do an antidote live once things open. Was yeah. it Big Guru reckons yeah. four months? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll wait and see. It's going to be a long time before borders open, but I actually wonder whether, um, yeah, I, I, I wonder whether venues, small venues might not be able to open, um, you know, a little bit sooner than that. But certainly um, would love to do a the antidote live and touch base with everybody Um yeah, and look, as we intimated to you the other, in the last couple of, of episodes, Matt, there's when the borders are open and when the restrictions are lifted, there's also then the second part of that, uh, the other, the second part, the second component of that equation is that whether or not the general public feel confident going back out and, and congregating in, in numbers again. So um, I think, yeah, what we, what we plan to do will be sort of fairly important uh, going forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, hang around, chat room, because you've still got – I've saved the best <laughs> till last, it's fair to say. So I've got my last two uh, comedic outros ready to go and we'll also be uh, attaching to the show notes to this particular episode the full lockdown uh, playlist that I've uh, I've put together. So I've, I've, I've 
got what I call the, the antidote lockdown playlist, Hits of 2020. <laughs> so you can go back and, and relive all those funny moments as if they were brand new. Pete, thank you very much for, for hosting this. It, 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 it has taken a lot of work and it's been a, sort of a, a, a big commitment um, for you to do. So I really appreciate it. No, and back at you. Back at you. And listen, just before we do go to, tomorrow is Anzac Day. And I think that uh, while we're unable to commemorate the day in the manner to which we have become accustomed, um, we've got an opportunity to reflect on the, you know, the spirit um, of those that we remember on Anzac Day. And we can sort of, it's a good opportunity to take stock of our current situation. We can realise that, you know, we too have what it takes to come through this hardship. And as a result, I think we'll be better for it. Um, that Anzac spirit can drive us forward. It can prepare us for uh, life after lockdown, you know, the new normal, as we say, um, and it will drive us hopefully into a, a new and uh, better appreciated prosperity. And that's that's my wish for uh, for all of you, for our listeners and for our chat room and um, for all of those in the craft beer industry that we, uh, we lo- know and love. Excellent, Pete. I'll take her out. Done, mate. And that was Fleetwood Macroeconomics with Don't Even Start Thinking About Tomorrow. You're listening to Antibacterial Matt and Prewash Pete on the Afternoon Antidote. And stay tuned after the break. Listen out for The Coughspring with their 1998 classic, Nana, Why Don't I Got No Job? And we're out. <laughs>